0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast if you are a new listener. Okay, now, honestly, it's hot as heck in my apartment, okay, I turned off one fan, I am not turning off the other fan, I live on the second floor, I am sweating, so if you hear my fan in the background, if you hear a bit of an echo, my sincerest, deepest apologies- I really, really, really don't wanna be sweating any more than I already am. So, disclaimer, you may hear a little background noise, but it's worth it, I think. Okay, just please, I don't wanna be sweating. Thank you for understanding. Okay, so honestly, before getting into my usual two questions and a little life update, you know, what I normally would do, I wanted to address the Black Lives Matter movement because it feels dishonest, unauthentic, and wrong to just disregard what has been happening on social media and in the world. It feels as though it's my responsibility as a creator, coach, and someone who just talks so openly online to address and converse about what is going on, so also in the fear of being fake as fuck okay I wanted to say that most of what I'm about to say and speak on regarding the past few weeks is already outlined I'm legit reading off a script guys I wrote this it took me forever to write this but I feel as though I better articulate my words while writing instead of just speaking especially about important subjects and the subject of Black Lives Matter and the movement that's going on during the past few weeks is something I really don't want to butcher or address poorly. So I heard from a source and I'm pretty sure it's Rachel Rickett, if I remember correctly, that what is is and what has been happening within the past few weeks isn't a moment, it's a movement, and I couldn't agree more. This is an everlasting process that we're going to continuously talk about, learn about, and be informed about. Education around the subject is strong and needs to be implemented into society more. Personally, I have benefited off of white supremacy. I have benefited off of being white, and I have privilege, as most of the white population, in my opinion, has. You know, the benefiting off of everything and like having privilege. And I also haven't been an active, vocal ally. Before the death of George Floyd, I wasn't vocal when standing up against racism. I would more so stand up against it in my head, which really, honestly, and truly wasn't benefiting anyone or adding to any conversation. In fact, I would say that it was supporting racism and supporting the words being heard. I would specifically not speak up around family members or friends that were saying racist things. I felt uncomfortable standing up to them and speaking my opinions, thoughts, and beliefs. This is something I do not stand for. Okay, and I really want to make that clear. I don't stand for not speaking up. I am disappointed in myself for being someone who allowed racism to occur around them, and I am disappointed in myself for not standing up against racism and other topics that I feel so strongly and passionately about sooner. I realized in reflection that I was so inside of my own head, my own internal suffering, my own trauma, that I didn't think about others around me. I didn't think about the bigger the bigger picture, and for that, I'm truly a hundred and 10% sorry. It was selfish and privileged of me to disregard these subjects and not speak up. And I really want to make that clear. It's a privilege for me to disregard these subjects and not speak up, which is something that I also think I read on an Instagram post and I literally was shook to my core. I was like, that is 110% true. That is 110% me. So I truly believe that for so long I was in my own world and what was happening outside of me I didn't allow in my conscious mind. That enables racism and that contributes to racism. My own suffering, my own journey is not an excuse for the behavior I had regarding racism and standing up for other things I believe in, such as the LGBTQ community, which is also crazy, and this is nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter, so I'm only gonna touch on it really briefly, is that I am part of the LGBTQ plus community. I am bisexual. Um, I don't think I've come out publicly before, but I am bisexual and I wouldn't stand up against things or speak up against them. So that's a whole nother topic, but that, but that behavior, you know, enabling racism, contributing to racism, not allowing these new ideas, thoughts, opinions, beliefs to to come into my mind, that's something I don't plan on doing anymore. And I desire to stay as informed as possible and continuously educate myself, not just for me, but for my friends, my family, my future children, and my future audience, followers, supporter. All of you guys, everyone I plan on talking to in the future, the business I plan on growing, the the brand I plan on growing, I want to be able to stay informed and continuously educate myself for the bigger picture. I have shifted to truly believe and strongly believe that silence isn't the best route to go in this situation or any situations in the future. But with that being said, I've also heard that there could be people who don't post on social media that are taking major steps in their journey or vocalizing to the people around them. So personally, I feel as though staying silent completely online isn't the route to go, but more importantly, staying silent in your life 100% is in fact contributing to the problem. I used to contribute to the problem. Don't disregard or beat yourself up for not being super vocal online. There is a lot to process, learn, and understand. Any contributions, sorry, I think I said that wrong, any contributions you're making, whether that be self-education, subconscious reprogramming, online advocacy, signing petitions, donating, etc., are all important factors. The most important one I would say is allowing new thoughts, new ideas, and new beliefs to come into play in continuously educating yourself on these topics, making this a lifetime commitment. So I want to address that paragraph one more time. I don't support staying silent. I was very, very vocal, and I'll get into this in a second, but I was extremely vocal online, and I don't think silence is the way to go. Now, if you don't post on social media at all, I understand not posting about it like right away or whatever, but it is important to have these conversations with yourself, with your family, with your friends, with the people you're around, where if something's going on in public and you're around that situation, stand up for what you believe in, because if you don't, you're enabling the problem and I'm going to make this work a lifetime commitment, I'm always going to be learning, and I'm always going to be teaching people who want to be taught. Now, I will address the teaching in a little while too, because that's a whole nother topic. Okay, so during the first week of this movement, I was extremely vocal online to my friends and to my boyfriend as well as some family members. I was continuously consuming content and learning more about my own subconscious programming regarding racism. Needless to say, I got burnt out. And there were other factors and reasons to beyond the movement that burnt me out. I do not want to blame this on the Black Lives Matter movement. Black Lives Matter movement didn't burn me out. The content I was consuming and other life factors burnt me out. So long story short, I got burnt out. Could I say that anymore? I decided to take a break from socials and evaluate where I stand. I talked to my coach about this and I also heard from other advocates from all colors that it was still important to put your health first and come back to the movement. We shouldn't be allowing ourselves to get so burnt out, so exhausted, that we cannot function and we shouldn't exhaust ourselves completely. So there is a balance. So I took a week-long break and still attended some activism courses and programs, but for the most part, I stopped consuming all content, Black Lives Matter and beyond. The important thing about this break isn't that I didn't come back diving headfirst into exhaustion, but I also came back as an ally. My allyship, my voice, and my education around the subject isn't going to be halted. Taking a break doesn't mean you're stopping or that you don't care. Self-care and putting your health first, mental and physical, is extremely important, and I stand by that 110%. So if you need to take a break from consuming the content, if you need to take a break from being an activist... Not necessarily taking a break from being an activist, but taking a break from, you know, like shouting from the rooftops, your beliefs. That's okay. Allow yourself to step back, recharge, re-energize, and come back when you're ready. This is a lifetime commitment and getting burnt out every single day around anything isn't healthy for you. So I'm still going to be continuously joining spiritual activism classes and learning more about the entire process regarding racism. I have books that I plan on ordering, documentaries I plan on watching, shows I plan on watching, and way more courses I plan on taking. This is a lifetime commitment to work around my subconscious programming and standing up for what I truly believe in. I don't think I'm ever going to stop learning or having this conversation. With that being said, I also don't want to supply you with a ton of anti-racism content or resources for a few reasons. So this is why I said that I'm willing to teach, but I'm not the teacher of this work. I didn't word it like that earlier, but that's what I meant. So... For one, I only want to provide resources moving forward that I use, that I have listened to, watched, done, read, etc. I want the resources to be something that has helped me in my process of unraveling racism and restructuring my programming. So things that I will still be doing are donating to organizations that I felt called to donate to. I donated to a therapy fund for Black women and girls. It'll be linked in the show notes, but this is something I felt really called to donate to because I'm an advocate for therapy and therapy has made a difference in my life. So I will continuously donate to this organization and any others that I feel called to or support. I'm planning on doing monthly donations or bi-monthly donations to these organizations. The second thing um, that I will still be doing is continuing my education around the subject, like I've said a million times already in this episode. And the third thing is I will continue to be vocal without overpowering Black creators who dedicate themselves to educating others around this subject. So this will lead me to number two. I 100% believe that it isn't my place, my mission, or my calling to give you or others guidance around anti-racism or how to be anti-racist. I am a student in this process. I am not an educator. I'll share people who have inspired me, resources that have helped me, etc. Or guide you to people who have made anti-racism, advocacy, and awareness their life's work. I do want to say that if you want to chat with me about anti-racism and what I've done personally thus far, I am open to conversation as well as what I'm going to continue to do moving forward. So this is why I said I am not a teacher. I am a beginner student in this work. I just really made the conscious decision to dive into this work and work on my programming. And I can give you resources. I can tell you what I've learned, but I am not a teacher and I don't know what it's like to receive racism. So I want to say that I am not Dedicating myself to guiding others around anti racism and how to be anti-racist. I am dedicating myself to this work for myself and the people I will affect in my life. And I will continuously share resources that have worked for me, you know, people who are launching courses that I really enjoy, and I will continue to be an active ally and a vocal ally, but I'm not going to be a teacher. There are so many beautiful creators that have dedicated themselves to this work, and I would rather them teach you than me because they know what they're talking about. They know way more than I do, and I'm a student just like you. So some of the people that I do really like and I have bought courses from are Rachel Rickett. She has a Spiritual Activism 101 and 102 courses, as well as a lot of content on her Instagram Um, And she also most recently was on the Balanced Blonde podcast. She has an episode. I will link it in the show notes as well. And the second person that I have bought courses from are Fallon Satterfield. I'm so sorry if I said her last name wrong. I'm Horrible with pronunciation. I've pronounced things wrong so many times, like already in this episode. I attended her live authentic allyship and voice activation activism masterclass, which was so powerful. Okay. It was so powerful. It was so beautiful. There are so many beautiful women in that course. Are that masterclass? And I legit, I took seven pages of notes, guys. Like, no jokes. I took so many notes. There's so many notes I'm gonna go back on, and I still have so many journal prompts I really need to dive into. But You can still get her replay of the masterclass, which I highly suggest doing if you can afford to do so, as well as Rachel Ricketts. She has both of those spiritual activism masterclasses courses um, on her page. I will link those in the show notes as well. Um, And they're replays, so you can do it on your own time. I highly suggest both of those, so their active some classes, their Instagrams, everything about them. The podcast that I listen to, Rachel on, will be in the show notes. And I do want to say, if you join Rachel Ricketts' Instagram community, please read and listen to her read first highlight. Um, that's what she asks of you when you join her community, and it's really respectful to, you know, follow her rules for her community because she is predominantly focusing a lot of her time and her energy on people of color and black people and not so much white people. And if you are white like me and you join her community, be respectful of her wishes. So go through that highlight and listen to it. Read what she has to say. Take some time out of your day because it is her community and she has the right to have you not be a part of it if you don't follow the rules. So this movement is something that has helped me shift into awareness, understanding my privilege, accepting my past mistakes, and jolted me into continuing this education. Black lives matter. Black lives will always matter, and they should have from the beginning. Our new normal shouldn't be new. It should have been normal all along and that's something I've realized too is like everyone's like our new normal our new normal like no this should have been our normal we shouldn't have taken this long I shouldn't have taken this long to be an active ally to vocalize my opinions and my beliefs and it shouldn't have taken the world the United States this long to care about black lives that's crazy to me that's crazy to me. They're humans. And it's insane that they haven't been cared about for so long. Completely insane. So again, do you hear my dishwasher in the background? I'm sorry about that. Again, I've learned so much. I will continuously learn. I will continuously show up online and in person as an ally and use my voice to activate awareness around the subject in this powerful. Powerful movement. I will continue to update you guys, especially on my Instagram, of resources, shows, documentaries, books that I'm reading, that I'm watching, etc. I will continue to support Black creators. I will share with you any other anti racism advocates and people who dedicate themselves to this work. I will continue to show up, and that's all I can do moving forward is continue to show up and continue to be a part of the movement. So I want to take a deep breath and then I'm going to transition into the rest of this episode the best I possibly can because this is a lot of information. This is a lot of my opinions. I am releasing a lot right now. So we're going to get into the rest of this episode and see what happens. So I want you to take a breath with me, breathe in for four, breathe out for four. One more time in for four, out for four. Okay, so I'm gonna do the best I can to transition like I just said like four times. So what am I grateful for today? I want to say that I'm grateful for the ability to have this platform and other platforms to share what I'm learning and create conversation with you all. I think that it is so amazing that I can do that and that I can be so open online. And with that being said, I didn't address this earlier, but I want to say that I am so open to receiving, you know, feedback on anything that I said that might have been wrong or that I shouldn't have said or that if you want to correct me, I'm very open to receiving feedback um, and continuing the conversation and having other conversations. So... I'm so grateful for being able to have a community in the platforms to start conversation, even if they're small, even if they're minuscule to other people's platforms. I'm so grateful to be building such a beautiful community where we can have open conversations. We can talk about things that are important and that may be uncomfortable to talk about at first and push through that and break those barriers and break our own barriers and continue working on ourselves. So. I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for working on myself. I'm always working on myself, whether it be anti-racism, education, and going through subconscious reprogramming, or it's just other subconscious reprogramming like inner child work. You know, like high school shit, all that fun, fun stuff to work through. Okay. And then how did I put myself first today? So I'm going to be honest. I got up really late. I've been staying up to like 2 a.m. and then sleeping to like 10, 11. So I started the day really late, but it's so beautiful outside. I know I said at the beginning of this episode, it's hot as hell. Okay, it is. I'm sweating. I turned off the fan. I'm sweating more. But I am so, so happy that I was able to go outside and meditate and do breath work outside. It's been a hot minute since I've talked to you guys. It's been a few weeks. I haven't even said that yet. It's been a while, guys, since I've posted a podcast episode. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I am on my fourth week this week of my breathwork and meditation certification program and implementing breath work and meditation into my day. Every morning has been so insanely beautiful. And I put myself first today by taking one of my couch cushions, putting it on my back porch and meditating and doing breath work for like 30 minutes. And it was so amazing. My neighbor was outside. He probably saw me and was like, who's this crazy girl breathing really fast doing kalabati? I might have said that wrong. I'm like the worst at pronunciation. I'm trying so hard, but breath of fire. Who's this crazy girl? But I did it and the sun was shining on me. I felt so good. I felt so energized. I put myself first today by doing the foundation of my morning, which is breathwork and meditation. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, so today's episode is mostly an update episode. Like the rest of this episode is an update episode. And I want to be real with you all. My life kind of crazy. Okay. I have a lot going on. I've been processing a lot. Um, like I said earlier, I took a social media break because I got really burnt out. Now I was consuming a lot of content. I had family coming up, my brother was graduating. The movement was happening and I was just learning so much and trying to educate myself on all the things all at once and I got so burnt out. I had to take about a week off of social media and last week was me coming back into social media, which really just was me slowly but steadily working more but not overworking myself so I could start creating more energy throughout the day. So this is my second week. I'm still having a little bit of a hard time going headfirst into work, but I am getting way more done than the previous weeks and I really needed to take a break. So my life is really just me focusing around taking care of myself, taking care of my health, you know, continuing my business, continuing my program. That program launch has been pushed back. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And Yeah, really like taking care of the relationships I have with people and really making sure that I feel my best every single day and showing up for myself way more than I was before because I do not desire to get that burnt out again. I was 110% a walking zombie and I do not want to feel that way at all, ever again, so... My life has just been kind of like flowing. I've been taking breaks when I need to take breaks. I'm going to do no social Sundays, which is no social media on Sundays. And I'm hoping that I'm able to transition into no social media Saturday and Sundays because it's so important for us to disconnect from the online world and connect into our reality because can I just say that so many of us are addicted to our phones and addicted to social media and that's like the world we decide is real but we don't make enough time for connecting with other people we don't make enough time for connecting with people in our real life we don't make enough time for ourselves for going outside for doing the the, doing all the things so my life update is that I'm focusing on my reality, I'm focusing on my program, I'm focusing on my health, and I'm focusing on my relationships. I'm feeling really good about it, I'm doing the best that I can, and that's all you can ever do. All you can ever do is do the best for you and do the best that you can. Do not set high expectations for yourself because you will literally get bit in the butt if you disappoint yourself. So I'm telling you to just focus on what's good for you. Okay, now I want to do a little podcast <laughs> update because I 86 myself. I deleted myself. I was like, F this for like a few weeks. And I love podcasting. I love talking to you guys. This is like one of the ways I can like just word vomit myself and throw it out there. And if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. And either way is chill with me. So my podcast update is that I am coming back to the podcast. I do have two interviews coming up in the next few weeks. One is with Carla Russo. And the other one is with Britt. I can't remember her name right now, um, but her Instagram's loving your own soul. And I have two interviews that I already recorded like a month ago coming up in the next few weeks. So look out for those. But in general, I'm not holding myself accountable to doing an interview every week. And I'm not holding myself accountable to even posting a podcast episode every week because I don't want to get burnt out again. I was really stretching myself thin. I had so many cups I was trying to fill. and... I was like a summary. It's like I have my meditation and breathwork certification, okay? I have the program I'm building and getting ready to launch. I have my own personal cup. I have a gut health course certification that I'm so behind on that I was trying to keep up with. I have the podcast. And then I have, you know, all of the normal cups, which would be cooking, cleaning, taking care of yourself, going to sleep. And then it's also like implementing, you know, going back to work. I'm only going to probably go back to my serving job. Once a week or bi weekly until my launch. Um, that's another topic. We don't need to get into that. But yeah, so my podcast update is that I'm not trying to force myself to upload every week and kind of just like filling up that cup as I can go. I made a list of my top priorities work wise, and my top ones my coaching program. My second one is my meditation and breathwork certification. My third one is the podcast. And my fourth one is my gut health course. And honestly, my gut health course ends in August, and I don't want to get too far behind. So I had to reverse those. So I'm trying my best to just let myself flow. And I've been know, going back and forth between, do I want to be an interview-based podcast? Do I want to be a solo episode-based podcast? If I'm an interview-based podcast, like, eventually I need to get an editor because, okay, (laughs) recording an interview is anywhere between 90 to, like, 150 minutes, depending on the interview, the person, what we're talking about. So I I interview them for that long, and then I have to edit it for that long, plus, like... (sighs) an hour minimum. So I edit podcasts for like two to three hours. I record podcasts for like 90 minutes to two hours or so. And it's just a lot to take in. So I've kind of decided that I'm not going to hold myself accountable to doing interviews all the time. And I'm really just going to use the podcast to talk about what I want to talk about and what I want to address and where I am in life. I love the title Soul Worthy and it's because you're soul worthy of the life you want to live, the life you desire to live, the life you desire to create. And I think it'd be so fun to just start sharing, you know, my ups and downs, like real shit and who I am to the core and stop holding myself to the standard of uploading this a week, uploading this, uploading this. Creating this, doing this. Like, I'm holding myself to these high standards of, you know, you're doing interviews. You're an interview based podcast. You can't do a lot of solo episodes. I can do whatever I want. It's my podcast. And if I am energetically not okay to do interviews for a while, that's okay. I don't want to hold any standards to this podcast. I love interviewing people and I would hope I can at least do one interview a month. But for the most part, I think it's going to transition into a solo episode, spiritual education uh, like self-worth, self-love, all the things, me talking about my life, me updating you guys. And I think that's what's best for me right now. And I really hope you all understand. I have dedicated listeners. And I really hope you all understand. I care so much about you guys and I want to give you really solid, beautiful content, but I can't do that if I'm continuously burning myself out. So I am stepping up to my worth and giving you content that I deserve to create is that all the way I wanted to wear that? I'm giving you content that I feel confident in and that I feel speaks truth. So just know that moving forward, I'm not dedicating myself to uploading every week until I feel comfort- comfortable again and I'm not a heavy interview-based podcast anymore. I'm just going to kind of ebb and flow. So if you get an interview, you get an interview. If you get a solo, you get a solo. And that's how I feel about it all. So that's my podcast update. I know. What a ramble. I'm so rambly today. Okay. And then program update in details. So there is going to be a program specific podcast episode coming up, I believe the day after my birthday, July 6th. And you will hear all of the deets about that. But girl, Guys, I've been working so hard on my program. I finally finished the sales page or almost finished, 90% finished the sales page. I am so excited to create this program to help you or help others, you know, stop people pleasing, stop putting yourself last on your list and start putting yourself the fuck first and step into your worth and you are worthy of the life you want to live. So let's create it and live it. And I'm so excited to be creating this program and doing that for all of you. It's my number one priority right now is to create a pod um not a podcast, a program that you are so ready and amplified to be in. So way more details about that soon. I'm actually getting kind of tired and I wanted to talk way more about this program. I think it's just the heat. It's so hot that I am losing my mind, guys. Okay, it's just I'm sweating. I don't know what to do with myself, so I think I'm just going to end today's episode. I know it's not what I envisioned. It's not the quality content I wanted to do, but it's good for now, and it's my first episode back, so getting back in the flow of just talking to you all is so, so crazy, so everything I talked about will be linked in the show notes, so Rachel Rickett, Fallon, Satterfield, I hope I said her last name right. Um, anything else that I talked about, everything will be linked in the show notes. If you want to connect with me, that's all linked in the show notes as well. But I'm most active on my Instagram at emily. If you have any questions about this program or any upcoming launches that I have, because I have meditation and breathwork launches coming up too, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I'd honestly love to chat with you all. Again, I have some interviews coming up, but I'm not sticking to a dedicated interview versus solo episode podcast schedule right now. So kind of flow with me. Let's see how it goes. If you liked this episode or if you've liked any of the previous episodes you've listened to, because if this is the first episode you're listening to, my dearest apologies. Please listen to some other ones. I swear I have actual good quality content sometimes. (laughs) So... Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. I think that's what it is. Apple Podcasts. Rate it on Apple Podcasts, please. If you liked the episode, if you're listening on Apple, please rate and review. It means so much to me. It helps get my podcast out in the world. I am sending you all so, so much love. I cannot wait to talk to you all soon. I'm legit so excited. Thanks for listening to my rambles. Thanks for letting me be who I am and still supporting me. I love you all so much. You are all beautiful souls. And remember, you are so worthy of the life that you desire to create, the life that you desire to live. And all you need to do is step into that worth, girl. Okay, I'm going to scoodoodly doo Bye, everyone.